0: Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast.
1: We're sorry to interrupt your regularly scheduled discographology programming, ladies and gentlemen, but tonight we bring you a special broadcast. zin's discography and it's the season of the mix part two t- volume two it's the second annual season of the mix cue the thunderclap blake uh,
2: hang on hang on
1: is it that uh thunder rolls or whatever that- <laughs> cue thunder, thunder rolls by rolls. garth brooks <laughs> uh there you go oh it's spooky yes. now uh, so, if you were not with us last year, at this time of the year, we take a break from our usual dissection, deep dive of an artist's discography, and we each make a Halloween mix of songs, and we exchange those with each other, and we you know, usually do some special artwork with it. And we listen to them, and this is the episode where we're going to talk about a couple of those mixes. And today, we're going to talk about Matt's Halloween mix, and then my Halloween mix. And then a couple weeks from now, we'll be talking about Logan and Blake's Halloween mix, kind of all leading up to the day itself. So uh, hopefully you enjoy this and, and join us on this journey. And uh, without further ado, I will hand it off to Matt to talk about his... Halloween mix for 2021.
0: Thank you, Josh. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, applause. Applause. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse
3: me. Applause from people that have been dead for over yes. 50
0: years. <laughs>
1: we need more t- uh, boiling pots and stuff. Those sound effects. Witches like... cackling.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, exactly. <laughs> well, there we go. I got to thinking about what's scary, but what also has lots of good music about it. And the thing that I kind of landed on was there, there's really, uh, for a lot of folks, nothing scarier than Satan, uh, (laughs) as the church lady would say. So, so, so the theme, the theme of, of my mix, which I've titled signs and portents is Satan and you know just you know both kind of the the, the serious and and the fun I, I think uh started out with that uh that x-files clip josh i know you also have an x-files clip uh coming up in, in yours um i was just so turned on by uh, by by scully um <laughs> <we all? laughs> yeah but well by uh, her you know Refuting this uh, this satanic conspiracy, and then Bulldog from Fraser saying, "Well, now you know what we're <laughs> up against." Uh, and and I just had to have that. butt into my first track, which is "Get Thee Behind Me Satan," uh, which um, I think kind of sets the sets the tone and the and the mood. Let, let's hear that drop, Blake. Finally, you people understand what we're up against. Get thee behind me, Satan. Better get out of my way. Hey, hey, hey. Get TV. I'll be safe. And I'm going to fall right down upon my knees and pray. Hey, hey, hey. The other day while walking down the street, an old friend of mine, I chanced to meet a mm-hmm. so- uh, coming in hard with uh, with that old time religion. That's the Statesman. <laughs> uh, it's from 1959. It was produced by Chet Atkins, uh, actually. Um, oh shit! That guy can tear so the neck hard. off the thing. <laughs> tear <laughs> the neck <laughs> off the sucker. Yeah, he, he was uh, uh, t- tearing the neck off that, uh, doing all that dope producing. Um, and, and I just, I just find the notion of you know, kind of 50s Satan, so so kind of humorous. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, from, from that, I, I knew I wanted to get serious and, um, I know Ooh. that, um, before
1: you move on, Matt, I want to, I want to say something about the Statesman and that song. Uh, I, I love the, like, whoa, 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 <laughs> like how they keep doing that vocal thing. I don't know if anybody else picked yeah. up on that. They're like, yeah, uh-huh. it, was, it was in that clip there. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah this is definitely a fun song, uh, I I don't think I'd ever heard it before, but I, I enjoyed it quite a bit.
0: I actually thought of it because I was thinking of a friend of the show, Bose uh, old shirt that said, uh, Satan can't touch this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I remember, if I remember, that. That, remember that shirt. Uh, that, that that's kind of what, what made me think of it. But, uh, but yeah, I just, you know, wanted to kind of get silly with it, uh, at first, uh, with, with that, that you, gospel. You
2: didn't get the guy in there who, the guy who speaks like the spoken verses. So I, I like that it has the trope of the one guy in the barbershop quartet or whatever who, who does the speaking.
0: <laughs> I th- I got I got speaking and, and and preaching coming in in just uh yes. just a, just a few tracks here but uh, up next uh, like I said I, I wanted to I wanted to uh, get scary with it again. And um, <laughs> a- as I was picking out songs uh, for the mix, you know, I was thinking, looking through my music and thinking about, well, what's, what's just unsettling music. Uh, and, and I thought about Captain Beefheart and um, listened to a few tracks off of uh, trout mask replica. That's, you know, uh, a record that I've listened to before, you know, really avant-garde jazz weirdness. And I saw that there was a track titled well, and it's one that i didn't rem- you know hadn't remembered at the time and i had been thinking earlier about the song well 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 by john lennon which uh josh as you can recall uh, uh it's been reported that uh, it sounds like he's dying uh, on, on that song <laughs> it does <laughs> but um but i went with with well it's a spoken word piece um I, you know and i knew that i was in uh, and it had to be on there when he started talking about um, the the big black felt birds are flying with capes of solid chrome, with feathers of solid chrome and beaks of solid bone. And just it sounds so sinister. And, and I, I wanted to have it kind of uh, set up uh, kind of the 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 other pole of uh, what we're going to do with, with the mix uh, on, on, from the Statesman. Thick black felled birds are flying, with capes of solid chrome, with feathers of solid chrome, in beaks of solid
3: bone. Damn! Yeah, that that is an interesting and challenging song. It's. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'd never heard it before, uh, but it was it was
2: cool. I had not either. Uh, it's this song was a. Uh, uh, transition that was jolting a little bit it was not pleasant uh, <laughs> but it is it is it on theme um in a direct or indi- indirect way I, I guess so now that you've explained the lyrics a little bit so,
0: i i don't know uh, that it's specific specific to, to satan it's kind of a, a an outer theme song but it, but it's definitely a vibe was kind of the feeling and, and yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of going for that that aggressive uh transition yeah it's a vibe yeah, I was
1: going to say, I've never listened to Captain Captain Beefheart uh, really before. It, it gave me Tom Waits vibes, uh, which I think is... Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure Tom Waits is influenced by Captain Beefheart, so it, it would make sense that it would give me that kind of feel. But yeah, very, very creepy, and I, I'm glad you explained those lyrics. I can see how it fits for sure.
0: All right. Well, um, having frightened all of us, uh, I figured uh, next we would need to... Uh, Just play uh, frightened by the fall and unbeknownst to me, or or I guess I just didn't remember uh, with apologies to Logan Williams was on your mix last year, you said? Yes, sir. Yes. Well, it's a good enough track that 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 it's it's came uh, back around again. Um, I think my favorite line was the uh, I I ran away from toilets and faces, Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, and and just great kind of British ska. Um, uh, The the album is. it's live from The Witch Trial, scenes from The Witch Trial. I think it's the, the, the debut uh, record of the fall. But I I, I just really, uh, really enjoyed this one. Uh,
4: they might get to know my actions. I've run away from toilets and faces. There we go.
0: <laughs> I... Nice. All right. I, I, I don't know. We, I guess we've already talked about this, so we, we don't have to go. Well, uh,
2: if we have other other comments, have have at it. <laughs> I was I, I wrote down. I remember this
1: from last year. <laughs> I I at first when I heard it, I was like, "Have I heard this before?" I feel like I've heard this before. And I and then once Logan said something, I was like, "Oh, that's what it was." Uh, but I enjoyed I enjoyed this one. This is a good one for sure.
3: I was listening blind, so uh, <laughs> I was just like,
1: "What?"
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. I I may. I may take flack, but I don't I don't know that I enjoy this song. I, I'm not gonna get into the whole thing. But I, it, it is difficult because it's five minutes of four notes. Yeah, it's a bit long. <laughs> I was
0: I was gonna say it's it's a bit long, but but um keeping with Satan, uh we we had we had uh, the the candy man last uh, <laughs> last last time on the show and um We've got Sally Field from uh, King of the Hill telling us uh, something now.
3: These days, Satan's getting very popular.
4: Something's wrong because my mind is strange.
0: And of course we go right into, uh, devil's haircut by Beck. Um, I, I'm sure fish, if you're listening, you'll, you'll be, uh, uh, smiling about this one. Um, this is off of odalay Uh, it's one of, one of my favorite Beck songs. Um, you know, th- this one was, was one that I, I picked because it's on theme and, you know, may, maybe not as much of a, of a scary vibe as just kind of a kind of a, a, a fun, cool vibe, but, um, you know, de- definitely I'll always like to uh, to mix some of that in there. I, I love the distorted uh, screams uh, at at the end on the, uh, the in my mind. Um, I-, I just yeah, think this, this is a great track. I-, I don't have much to say about Devil's Haircut. I-,
1: I mean, I've, it I've heard it before. Uh, I like it. Yeah. It's good. Uh, I think it's a nice, like, kind of pop turn there in your mix, Matt, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, you go from the sort of... A- Uh, Abrasiveness of Captain Beefheart, and then a little more, uh, you know, more palatable. The Fall, and then this is sort of the, the sort of the one you go, oh, okay, I know this one. Perk up a little bit at it, so yeah, I I like the sequencing so far for sure. Yeah, Satan,
2: don't you go and cut your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What? Yeah, I like it. What? What's the Sally Field is that King of the Hill? What's that from?
0: It's from the uh, the. Where she wants to ban Halloween, and uh, and and Hank puts on his old uh, (laughs) Hank puts on the (laughs) devil's costume.
2: The I believe the episode's called Hilloween. I think you are correct.
0: Yeah, good, good. great clip, good song. Yeah, good, good early uh, King of the Hill. Um, Oh, oh, hell yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm definitely a fan of this song, and and I'm I'm definitely a fan of Beck to a certain extent, and uh, I was delighted to hear it.
0: Well the devil goes by a lot of names and um one of one of them is uh is feklar uh that, that's that's what they call him on uh, on the klingon home world of kronos but uh i think this is my
2: favorite clip
3: <laughs> the klingons call me feklar
2: you are not Feckler. <laughs> <laughs> Worf, Worf's not having
0: it. I, no, I, I just, no,
3: he is serious business.
0: Th- that one was just for me. I just, I just love Michael Dorn's read on that line. But <laughs> um, it's great. So I, I, I had to throw that in there. But uh, you know, another, another on, on brief song coming up is uh, Lucifer Sam, um, which is off of Piper. It's at the Gates of Dawn. It's uh, the first Pink Floyd record. Um, you know, this one was kind of late, uh, late to the game, and you know, I, I had some trouble kind of figuring out where uh, I, I wanted to put it, and then I realized that it's got that great kind of ring out organ that uh, would take us right into Satan is real, which I, I kind of edited down a little bit. That uh, there's a um, uh, there's actually a, a first verse of the oh, uh, of the verse, so I, I, I dropped just, dropped us right in uh, to the um, uh To that old time country preaching uh, can, can
2: I play the, the Lucifer Sam? Yes Because I like it <laughs> Lucifer
4: Sam Saw you catch, Always sitting by your side
1: I, when I first heard it, I was like, uh, this was another one, like The Fall, where I was like, I've heard this. Where have I heard this? I didn't realize it was Pink Floyd at first. I actually thought, have I heard this on Nuggets, the the psychedelic compilation? I kept thinking it was a song uh-huh. from Nuggets uh, before I looked at the track listing. And then, yeah, I saw Pink Floyd. I'm like, that's what it is. Uh, but it's a good one. I'm not a huge fan of the early psychedelic Sid Barrett era, Pink Floyd. Uh, but you know, it definitely does fit the, that vibe of, uh, of like the Nuggets compilation, that sort of garage rock of that era, um, and does that pretty well. And I, I like, I like the vibe of it for this mix as well. It, it fits in, um, nicely.
2: Yeah. I, I had never heard this. Um, but I, it's one of the ones I like more on this mix. I think uh, I, I, I didn't know that Pink Floyd had a mode that was like surfy or or spookabilly or almost like a spy movie theme music. Yes, yes. Um definitely. But I I re- I really dig that groove that that this one has for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's always pleasant to hear Pink
3: Floyd, but that riff that down down yes, down, yes. down down is so cool. Uh but yeah, I I'd, I'd heard this one before and I, I was excited to hear it.
0: It's probably my, one of my favorites off of Piper and, and I, I almost kind of, they're almost a, a completely different band that, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting to see, to, to see the progression, but it's, it's hard to kind of make meaningful comparisons to their work, you know, even a few years later that, than, than what this is. And I, I think that I've, that's probably a lot of the, the influence of, of, of Sid, but yeah, but yeah, we, we got that great ring out, uh, organ and, uh. And we're, we're going to hear about how Satan is real. Satan is real,
1: too. And hell is a real place.
4: Satan is real. Working in
0: spirit, you can see him. And th- that's the, uh, I don't know if it's the, the Lovin Brothers or the Leuven Brothers, but uh, Logan, yeah. I thought you might be familiar with this because I feel like maybe you've shown me that you've picked up this this album. Um, it, <laughs> I, it's it's got a really interesting cover.
3: Yeah, I, I think I'd taken a picture of it one time where I, I just yeah. saw it out somewhere and sent it, but uh, I okay, don't have it then. unfortunately. But, uh, it's
2: like a meme online people share this uh, art a lot because it's so funny
0: it, it's just it's just bug nuts this is coincidentally also <laughs> 1959 um uh, there, there must have been something in the air uh uh had everybody uh, worrying about uh, satan they're, they're in the late 50s um but uh yeah the the, the leuven brothers they, they were both you know almost they were both 40 almost at the time that they recorded this. So, you you know, it's another kind of, it's by lyrical content. It's just, it just has an an aura of creepiness that I don't think was intended. Uh, and, and I'm just fascinated by it, by that kind of tension. Um, and, and just, you know, the, Mm. the, the, the sincerity of, of this belief, uh, in, in this, this evil deity. And, (sighs) uh, I had to. um, Do do we have more thoughts on? Yeah, I was going to say
1: before you before you move on, I wanted to I want to mention a few things. So I I should say, if you're interested in the Leuven Brothers and Satan is real, uh, I'm going to recommend another podcast, "Cocaine and Rhinestones," uh, the country music history podcast. I think in the first season a few years ago, they had an episode on the Leuven Brothers and their sort of Christian. Thing they did and it's it's pretty good it's worth a listen also uh there's a christmas compilation album that came out called santa israel that was always my favorite <laughs> my favorite christmas comp name it's oh just my great santa israel and the, the album cover for it has the same image but instead of satan it's santa in the background <laughs> um it's so yeah i i enjoy up. this one i think one thing matt that you really leaned into on this mix that i appreciate is like this is that kind of Uh, Christianity uh, interpretation that leans more on like you should be terrified (laughs) all the Mm -hmm. time than more so than the like uh, loving and, you know, let's talk about good deeds and stuff. This is this is the kind of Christianity interpretation that's the the scary kind. And I think that's that's a good uh, Halloween um, thing to lean into for sure.
2: Yeah, so i I had not heard it, but I was not expecting a Hank Williams slash Patsy Cline vibe for a song that's about Satan is real and he's haunting us all. It's so that was totally nuts. Um, so this was creepy.
3: Yeah, I love the vibe. It was definitely creepy. I uh, I can see what Josh is definitely saying with with that uh, that sentiment, but also at the same time, I don't know. I I think. I think he
0: has the capability to uh get really scary here. He's working in in power. Um so I I had to follow up the um uh the the the, the Christian uh you know the the hymn uh with I once again I I li- like to uh, like to alternate between those two poles and and really whiplash folks. Uh so my my next track is The Heretic Anthem. Uh, which was actually uh, the first Slipknot song that I'd ever heard. I saw him on Conan, and yes. um, I Ooh. you know I remember it wasn't really for me at the time, you know. Uh, and and there are Slipknot songs that I like better than this, but but this is definitely a, a jam. It's really good with with headphones in, um, and I'm just I haven't you know the, the lyrics are are, are kind of all over the place, but I. I at least kind of like to think that the the if you're five five five, I'm a six 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 line <laughs> is is talking about like a generic phone number, you know, like <laughs> if, if, if if you're a square, <laughs> then I'm then I'm the devil, but. Uh, I love that, you know. I don't know if they're adding in a couple of measures or what, but I—that's I, that, probably my favorite part of the whole whole track—is—is is just that stutter line.
1: I got not, nothing much. To say banger. I'll say <laughs> banger.
2: Um, I'd like to think that the uh, if, if you're five 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 is is a little bit inspired by Pixies. Uh, if man is five, and <laughs> the devil is six. Yeah. Um, the the double kick on this one just goes hog wild, um, <laughs> and congrats on the one of the most or this song maybe goes the hardest of any songs on any any mix to date maybe uh, <laughs> that we've done at least uh, and there's really cool like breaking stuff sound effects at the end and is that part of the song or part of your
0: the, that mix? is actually part of the song uh that, that little soundbed outro goes a little bit longer uh, i trimmed it down a little bit um i, oh, okay. I did want to mention. Uh, the the drummer on this Joey Jordanson, actually actually recently passed away so R I P Joey Jordanson, Um yeah and and, uh, and you know hopefully you're you're, you're kicking those double kicks uh, uh, for 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 the rest of eternity if you want to so was he the
2: one on this record like
3: I guess
0: he was a founding member I believe so yes yeah he went he went nuts
3: all right so yeah. as soon as I heard this countdown I heard the countdown I knew exactly was getting <laughs> ready to like go down I was like oh <laughs> i about shit myself because i was like wow <laughs> he's going hard like last year i tried to like kind of slip in <laughs> slip in the knot on you guys I was like "I'll oh, ease in with that spiders song off the last album and uh so i was surprised that matt up the ante uh significantly here so uh that's a great track from a sick album and yes uh rest in peace joey jordison
0: and oh, excuse uh, me jordison he,
3: yeah, he uh, just a sick, just oh man, this whole album. Uh, it's from the Iowa album, so it's their yep. second. And man, I remember getting this the day it came out, and uh, it just it
0: it kills. Yeah, the- woo. Th- this one, this one was was my Logan candy. <laughs> I, I I knew you'd, you'd be, you'd be uh, in, into it. So, oh yeah,
3: their Conan performance is definitely worth uh, checking out. Uh, they, for sure, they
0: didn't do this song, did they?
2: Yeah, yes, on they Conan? they absolutely oh, they did? did. Yeah, that it was their shit. second okay.
3: performance, and I remember I I, uh, they did that. I think I recorded okay, this I on you. VHS somewhere.
0: Well, once again, I'm uh, I'm changing it up uh, in a big way. I wanted to follow up, uh, you know, kind of g- give us a breather from uh, from Slipknot and um, put on uh, the Donays, "The Devil in His Heart." Uh, th- this is kind of a a relationship kind of kind of song where where somebody's acting like the devil. Uh, I didn't know there there were that there was a, a Beatles version uh well I knew that there was a Beatles version but but jo- I just read earlier tonight that George is on the lead of that it's on Meet That's the Beatles
1: right oh man yeah. uh-huh. I didn't even make that connection
0: all right huh. but anyway. uh but yeah I I just think it's a it's a fun little little bu- bubblegum song about the devil in his heart okay we
2: can't skip past the clip actually this is my favorite clip the one that you had between Heretic Anthem and
0: this Guns and Roses Forget Guns and Roses you need to get into God and Moses. <laughs> yeah, that was okay, the I best. Was la-
2: what is that from? Because I was laughing my ass off.
0: I I was looking around for old news clips, and I guess um, some lesser uh, Black Sabbath member started running, or you know, went on to like the the the, the Christian music movement. Oh, um, and and they um, uh, it was the same clip where I, I found out about Morbid Angel. Um, <laughs> that, that i was talking about a couple weeks ago but uh yeah, yeah. That, that was one of his uh exclamations uh talking to a youth group uh oh you need to get god. into <laughs> excuse me god moses <laughs> you need to get into god and moses
2: real slick that was so good okay so should i play the
0: don a's yeah let, let's let's hear him. And I just—I'm always going to be a sucker for girl groups. That's from 1962, so uh, a fairly old uh, pop song. But I—I I, I just get a kick out of it. I, I think it's a neat, uh, neat, neat change of pace.
1: Yeah, I, I love the guitar work on that one. Uh, it's like this kind of—it's like seems like right up front in the mix, almost. <laughs> kind of a cool little clean. I don't know if it's a clean guitar sound, what it is, but it's—it's it's interesting. Yeah. It, it almost has like a, a surf rock kind of thing to it or reggae or something i don't know i i enjoyed it though
2: i like the the variety of genre how it's a, a stark contrast of course to the last one and i i also love a good you know 60s girl group bop uh, motown is is this is this motown i don't think so
0: well anyway it's in that vein maybe I don't. but it's good
2: yeah
3: i it agree was re-
0: recorded in detroit um but uh, picked up by a New York City label. Ah, gotcha.
3: Yeah, I was just going to say that I, I enjoyed it, Um, but it sounded timeless. I kind of, at first, I just assumed that it was from the 60s, but then I did a double take, and I'm like, when I heard the guitar, and, and I was just like, man, this almost sounds modern, like someone's trying to emulate the 60s. And mm-hmm. I was unsure, but I had to look it up. So, but yeah, cool track.
0: We're going to round out Side A. Um, I kind of I kind of used a, a side A side B bookend uh, organizational method here, and um, it, it's not a reprise, but it's a different version um, of "Get the Behind Me Satan." This one's by Ella Fitzgerald, um, and it's you know a, just a, a, a great Ella song. Um, it's all about kind of fighting with personal demons and and you know being with someone who you know it's not good to be with and. Came across this as I was looking for the the Statesman version, and you know was really taken. I, I guess it's on the the, ma- the soundtrack to the Master, um, which mm. I've seen part of. Um, huh. But um, I, I knew I had to put it on uh, as soon as I heard the the last few lines, which were uh, "It's too late, Satan. He's at my gate, Satan. It's too late."
4: But I won't
0: kind of luxuriated in that clip a little bit, but, uh, I, it's just, <laughs> I, it's just, I, I was really taken with how, how good a song it is.
1: You know, uh, there was a big uproar over a little Nas X with that Montero song and the video where, where people were like, Oh my God, he's seducing Satan. I was like, this song sounds like Ella Fitzgerald seducing. Yeah. Satan." This apparently is a, as a trope that's been around for decades. Cause it, it, I don't know. It sounds like a sexy song to
0: Satan to me a little bit. <laughs> it, it's, is it sexy satanic church music? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like light the candles, like not just for uh, you know for, for sensual reasons as well as yeah. you know spiritual. Write your light your pentagram candles, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got the exact
2: same feel. It's dripping with romance and sexuality, and Satan here. This is different from the Statesman entirely. Satan is an ex-lover here, not a literal. Devil, I guess, and is it's it's entirely different lyrics from the Statesman song. I guess I assume it just shares a title. But yes. good Yeah.
3: Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I was surprised at the track. I was like, "Wow!" I'm surprised she would sing this or something. I don't know, but uh yeah, it it definitely. I I can see where you're going with it.
0: An earlier version of kind of this slot that I was trying to fill. I thought about the uh, the Robert Johnson song. Um, uh where where he's uh he's he's meeting satan but but i you know i, I decided on this one instead you know because that, that bookend structure and 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 i, I just yeah. I, I was really taken with it next up uh this is kind of a uh, an interstitial uh track uh between side a and side b. Um it's uh the requisite uh gothic um you know kind of churchy sound it's Jerry Goldsmith's theme from the omen and it's called Ave Satani. And I what else do you want for your Satan mix than, you know, creepy organs <laughs> and Latin?
1: I don't know. I, I listened to this one, Matt, and it, it's just, it's so, it's almost comical in how bombastic it is. Uh, yeah. It's like the kind of stereotypical, like, you know, satanic uh, business is happening. Like, this is, I feel like, what uh, little old ladies kind of clutch their pearls thinking about. Like, this is what Satanists are all sitting around listening to all the time. Uh, this and death metal. Um, by the way, I have to also say, I, The Omen is not a good movie. But that's just me. Uh, uh, oh, I found that movie hot what? take. Found that movie kind of boring. Um, but the song I works. Actually, I like this little
2: interstitial idea. That's good. I've I've not seen it, but uh, the yeah the the song is so ridiculously arch.
0: Our <laughs> uh, <laughs> arch is exactly it, the word that I, I like. I thought
2: supreme of. arch. Uh, did Jerry Goldsmith do Alien? I believe. So. I want
0: to say.
2: I'll, I'll i'll verify that but um this is interesting stuff go ahead logan i was just gonna
3: say yeah great choice uh this is a I remember it very much from the movie um i can kind of see what you're saying josh it's not for everyone it, it's kind of slower paced now um but uh it was still kind of a captivating movie in a way so uh great choice
2: all right. Yeah, Jerry Goldsmith did Alien, which is great and sounds nothing like this. Oh, I love yeah. by
1: the way that his name is Jerry Goldsmith. It just seems like such a mundane name <laughs> like now Jerry's gonna play us a song and it's like, oh no, nobody like you know, some big <laughs> Latin thing.
0: So we we've we've gone to hell with, with Jerry and um <laughs> coming up next, this is the beginning of side B. And, uh, I was pretty close to putting this track on my, my last mix and, and I'm glad that I, I kind (laughs) of saved it here. Are, are any of you guys familiar with the, a thief in the night music or excuse me, movie series? Yeah, I know Um, of it. Yeah. No, I listened to a podcast about it. It was a, uh, a low budget Christian series of movies about the biblical apocalypse that, that was produced in the 70s and, and I first became aware of them. Um, it was when I was living in my apartment and I didn't have any cable so I would you know flip around the two or three channels that I could get and the, the Larry Rice channel was playing the, the second um, of these movies and I just caught the last few minutes and they were literally chopping off heads with a guillotine but everyone was <laughs> God. like... But everyone was acting just very, very poorly. It, it's just such a bizarre cultural artifact. And um, the, uh, the, the song that I've chosen uh, is called I Wish We'd All Been Ready. It was written by Larry Norman, who was a, uh, a Christian artist uh, around in the 70s. But uh, the version that we're going to hear uh, is by The Fish Market Combo from a Thief in the Night. <laughs>
4: Trampled on the floor, I wish we'd all been ready. Children died, the days grew cold, a piece of bread could buy a bag of gold. I wish we'd all been ready. There's no time to
0: change your mind. There's no time to change your mind. The sun has come. <laughs> And you've been left behind. Um, you know, it, it references the uh, uh, the ra- the biblical rapture, and, and I just I, I'm so taken with this song. It's it's catchy in a very weird and, and sinister way. It's all sorts of vibes. I, I encourage you to go out and check out the uh, the video of this. Uh, it's it's right at the oh, very God. beginning of uh, a thief in the night, the movie, which is available on YouTube. It's it's seventies turned up to 11 it's wild
1: <laughs> this uh the first thought i had it was this sounds like a manson family song <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it sounds like some shit they'd be singing out at fucking uh the ranch yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the only thought i had that, that's all i got
2: <laughs> uh well s- similarly my thought th- this is not a joke by the way this is probably the most deranged and upsetting song on any of the four mixes that we're doing this song is especially this version is profoundly upsetting uh, to me the way that they cheerfully sing about children dying and being trampled also just the fact what the fuck is a fish market combo number one
0: I, I wonder if shit it's, you order
2: it, long John I, I think
0: it might be a reference to to uh, fishing of men and and, you know, uh, <laughs> evangelism. But I love that. I love what passes for a beat on this song,
2: <laughs> hitting hitting a Tom on every uh, quarter note. I, I wrote what white nonsense is this? <laughs> but yeah, I. Oh, boy was
3: like Go a ahead. more superior shags or something but it sounded <laughs> yeah kinda. it sounded cultish to me right off the bat i just thought cult and uh yeah <laughs> so i can totally see what josh is saying uh but yeah the harmonies are are interesting and uh, yeah i i thought it was kind of like blake
2: said unsettling did anyone notice that kermit the frog gets to say you've been left behind a cappella at the very end <laughs> No, there's a voice that sounds like,
1: you've been left behind. I swear to God,
2: go back and I'll, I'll drop
0: it in here. You've been left behind. So, um, kind of keeping with this unsettling feeling, uh, the, the clip that I have in between, um, is, uh, from the second movie. This is, this is how I was introduced to this entire franchise. Okay. (laughs)
4: Actually, it's simple. You can lose your head,
2: or you can go free. Oh my God!
0: <laughs> Why does she sound like she's from like Minnesota? <laughs> she's from Fargo because Margo. she probably was from Minnesota. I think they filmed uh, yeah, they filmed it, it in shirt, in man. Iowa. Just the just wild, wild stuff. Um, <laughs> continuing uh, a pace, um, we've got a song that uh, the first time I heard it, it was very unsettling to me. It's on theme, it's about hell. It's called Shaking Hell by Sonic Youth.
4: No, take off your dress. I'll take off your dress. I'll shake off your flesh.
0: And I, I I remember coming across this, just flipping through, kind of shuffling through all of my music on my iPad, and or, and uh, and landed on this, and said, "Huh, I've never heard this before." And and wow, it's it, it's it's something. Yeah. It's it's off the debut Sonic Youth, uh, and and I love it.
1: Yeah, very very creepy for sure. Especially the the shake off your flesh lines.
2: It's uh, really strange how they started as like horror rock, and then. A little later, they became like whatever you know, whatever they became. I I actually had heard this one before as a Sonic Youth fan, uh, and yeah, it's it's creepy. That <laughs> take off your dress becomes shake off your flesh. Um, just
0: all those drones, deranged and just stuff, drones yeah, everywhere. Yeah,
2: I mean it's a it's a horror
3: mood for sure. Uh, ugh, don't take a, don't take off my flesh. That sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it it was
2: unsettling. Was um, there a clip at, at the end? Something was at the end of this one. Something about Megadeth that I I didn't quite catch.
0: Oh yeah, I I, I had trouble editing this one. It was Hydra uh, Megadeth albums. It's Mulder saying that from from the same uh, X Files episode. Oh. Uh, Di- die okay. hand die verslet or um, <laughs> it's it's the episode where. Um, the, the snake eats somebody and it's the evil teacher that, that is coming in, but there's already a, a, uh, uh, a, a, Satan group of Satan worshipers in this town. And uh, you could say that, that Satan was coming to take them away. Uh, our our <laughs> next strat our next track is uh, by a band. Um, there's n- very little known, uh, or at least that I could find about this incarnation of, of, Asteroth uh, is the the name of the band. Um, apparently, they only released one seven inch. Uh, it was not in my uh, Rolling Stone record guide. I went looking for them there. Uh, they're out of Detroit. Apparently, the, it was either recorded in 1968 or 1975. Um, I, I found some uh, a couple of articles looking after the uh, looking for for any kind of information on, on this, and then it was re released uh, a few years ago, um, and uh, the song is called "Satan Is Spiritus" and it's just a great stoner rock anthem. I
1: I for some reason by the way thought Matt that this was like a metal band. I I thought I'd heard the name Astaroth and thought it was like metal. So when this came on I was very yeah. surprised that I, it I was I think that there uh, is a
0: that. there is a metal band named Astaroth um from Austria or Australia, I forget w- which one, but um, <laughs> but no, th- this is this is uh Astaroth from Detroit.
1: Nice. Well yeah, it just it sounded kind of almost garage rocky to me. Yeah. It could, you could
2: maybe file it under early proto metal. Um, but yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't find anything on Astroth on the internet other than some band from the '90s, maybe. Uh, but this one did have a really cool groove. I, I, I liked it uh, a surprising amount, and I, I liked that it was uh, refreshingly brief
3: so i was really into this track and what immediately drew, uh, drew me to it was that the fact that it sounded like the stooges or uh, mm. mc5 yeah i can see that. that makes and that makes sense for detroit right uh because it really had that stooges kind of vibe so maybe that was like a kind of uh a competing band of theirs or something Some cross-pollination uh, yeah uh but i was really into it uh i thought it was really cool
0: it, it was one of the ones that I had never heard, and I, I was really, uh, really pleased to find. I've got several of those coming up, actually. Um, uh, another one, uh, and this one, I, uh, I came across just looking for songs about the devil, and um, it's <sighs> The Devil in My Car by the B-52s. Ah! I was really really excited to have found this song. I, I love the B52s. I love every B52 song that I've I've heard, so I I shouldn't be surprised that that I liked this as well, but it's just so good. Um I I I I had to get the clip of uh, I can't put on my safety belt. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just just, you know, grade A Fred yeah. Schneider and the the two vocalists just their voices seem together so well. Lots of moving fourths, which is, uh, coincidentally is the same thing that Allison Chains does a lot. Um, you know, did they just move that that fourth interval uh, around? Um, it it, hmm. it really uh, really was a fun one. I've listened to this song quite a few times. What if
1: uh, what if like uh, last week Logan mentioned? The Ween song that uh, one of the Ween uh, uh, trapped the other one in the trunk of the car and recorded him to get the vocals. Do you think someone just put Fred <laughs> Schneider in a car and recorded uh, him? He's like, okay. I can't put on my safe, Dave. Out. They're like, this is get great. Me this is great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting great, great takes here. Keep going, Fred. Uh, I had heard this one before. I have the first couple of B fifty two albums. Which, Matt, if you're a fan, you should pick up those first two albums if you get a chance because i'm gonna be looking great. for them now uh my own private hide Idaho's on one of those it's a great song but yeah i enjoyed this one uh yeah this is this is what you
2: come to expect from the b-52s um i said that it was fun party music for your devil themed party and next time if you're thinking about putting on love shack at your party put on this instead agreed
3: uh matt and i share somewhat of a connection on our mixes here but i won't spoil that uh, but it's it's definitely a fun track so uh i i was happy to hear it is it off the first album josh do you know or does anybody Ooh, know i don't know uh, those
1: first two it, blend together so so much in my head i don't know I, matt do you know
0: it, it is on wild planet which is the second the second album, album okay released yeah. in 1980 which also has private idaho
1: yeah yeah that's a
0: great album i think i think i have that one but um i gotta play
1: the intro clip here
0: (laughs) i I was gonna say i i i think the the next uh the (sighs) the next intro and uh, clip and and song are are gonna speak for themselves uh hey satan how's it going
1: how come whenever you see like satan in a video it's just some dork in a costume yeah (laughs) The real Satan doesn't do videos.
4: Yeah. Unless it's like for Danzig or something.
0: Uh, that was Sam Hain, um, which was uh Glenn Danzig's band uh after uh the misfits, and I, I uh as I understand it went on to to become just Danzig. But uh this was another one that uh I did not know, and um I actually wasn't even looking for devil songs necessarily. I was just kind of tooling around the misfits, and uh I have not really heard a lot of misfits before that and and I guess newsflash: uh, the misfits are good. Uh, I, I know, you know a lot of you guys are are more familiar than than, than I uh, was and, and am, but uh, I really liked this song. Uh, you know, it's it's really stripped down. Um, it's all about just those uh, those really powerful vocals. I've listened to this one, uh, uh, you know, several times, just, just for the pure in, enjoy enjoyment. Um, Archangel, Satan's an angel. That, that was as much connection as I needed.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I liked this one. I've never really listened to much Sam Hain and I, I do enjoy Misfits. And also I like, uh, that first Danzig album, which by the way, at some point someone had to tell Danzig the correct way to say Sam Hain, like Sawin, Cause on that first Danzig album, he has a song, where he says Samhain of the soul. Like so he knows how to say it later on uh correctly in the in the actual pronunciation, but I guess he went by Sam Hain. And I also want to mention this uh this this kind of connects to my mix, Matt, um, that we'll talk about here a little bit, and in a way connects to to Logan's as well, not to spoil anything for either of those. Um, but I enjoyed. I, I kind of need to explore more Sam Hain for sure. People say it Sam Hain all the time though. I'm pushing my glasses up me. and like, eh, it's sound <laughs> Yeah,
0: actually, I, I think there are, I, I have seen a, a, at least purported to be a misfits version uh, of this. So I think it, it's probably a pretty early um, uh, Sam Hain uh, song mm. that, that he may have even, even written uh, and, and recorded with, with misfits prior.
2: Uh, this is less of my wheelhouse. I think I would have liked it more if it were like a, a more punk brief, two or three minutes. My problem was that it's five plus minutes of maybe three chords and one beat. So that that graded a little bit, I, I do admit.
3: Uh, all I want to say is that I'm just very glad that this is here on this mix and I can't elaborate too much. All right. <laughs> um, okay. But sorry, just, if, sorry if I I'm spoiled just, anything there. I'm just thankful that it is on here. But it's my, <laughs> it's my first time hearing it and, uh, yeah, I, I was down. Uh, it, it, wasn't the, uh, I, this was my first time hearing Sam Haynes, So, uh, it was, it was interesting. I liked it.
0: Very cool. Well, um, last year, uh, I, I had that, um, Bob Dylan tune, uh, the ballad of Hollis Brown. And, you know, I, I think that, uh, all kinds of different kinds of movie or music can be, you know, creepier unsettling and a song that's always kind of stuck with me that, you know, kind of has a, an autumnal air to it. Um, speaking of, of, Sowin, uh, Samhain, which is a, a Gaelic festival, as I understand, uh, of, of the harvest. Uh, but, um, up next I put in, uh, Sparrow by Simon and Garfunkel, which, um, I love Simon and Garfunkel, but, uh, it's kind of a sad song about the this sparrow that that can't uh you know find anywhere to be and and, and starves and and then the 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 earth uh reclaims it uh to to its bosom <laughs> but uh but that that's that's sparrow will no, no
4: one ride All I've created returns unto me. From dust were made, and dust ye shall be.
0: I really kind of thought that 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 autumnal vibe, uh, you know, if it wasn't necessarily uh, satanic, it's certainly Halloween. So I, I wanted to kind of uh, throw that in in there as 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 a mood piece.
1: Yeah, I, this was kind of a left turn for me. I was like, what's what's Matt going for here <laughs> with this song? Uh, and I did look up what it was about, and they said it was sort of about, like, all these things won't give charity to this poor sparrow. And I thought maybe you were making a comment on, like, organized religion. And, and it's like failure to, you know, help out the, 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 little, the poor people, the little people, you know. Uh, I didn't know if that was the comment you were going for or not, but that's sort of how I interpret it in this context.
0: Not not necessarily, but but that's that's a good read of it. I, I was kind of you know even more looking at, uh, uh, at at the return of of the earth and and the cyclical nature of uh, of things. But um, but no, that, that that's an interesting read. Yeah. I, I didn't get that.
2: I I think you could make the argument for its connection to nature based religion and th- that being conflated with witchcraft and devilry. Um, so there is that. What, was there a clip at the top of of this one that you inserted I couldn't quite place it. Uh
0: that I, I I may not have cut that clip but that was uh the the ritual which uh was was more from from the X-Files episode. Uh, <laughs> okay. But yeah, Sparrow. Kind, kind of a bummer but but yeah, oh. it's uh Logan.
3: Oh, yeah, nice song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh so Fair enough. We, we we took we took a left turn um, with, with with Sparrow, but uh, got to bring it back to Satan. And um, I I picked a live version of Sparrow. I just kind of like it a little bit better. Sparse, and um, you know, was kind of thinking about how I might edit around the 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 claps. And I I I I got to thinking, well. Black Sabbath the song the, the the titular song by the band Black Sabbath starts with with rain and, and it would kind of be neat to to crossfade that applause into the rain and um, Black Sabbath the the song is just so over the top and and so fun I, I knew it had to be on here uh, Satan makes makes an appearance uh, and it, it just really you know uh, is it's got the tritone it's it's the uh, it's the prototypical kind of metal song about Satan from from the 70s, I think. got to throw up the horns
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> yes yeah th- this yes, is you. the perfect halloween song that's what i'll say about this one perfect <laughs> halloween song just the rain and everything and just rocks it's, it's good fits the vibe perfectly matt
2: i actually wrote now that's what i call halloween <laughs> <laughs> um, and it does it has the the most spooky opening three notes uh possible is that the tritone you referred to
0: yes uh yeah the that that flatted fifth um yeah that, that sounds so sinister
2: I love those three and yeah the, the rain then there's like hell's bells also in addition to the rain yeah. sounds What what i really what i love most though is it i think it takes almost five minutes but then it goes to a fast six eight
0: that's my favorite part i i had i had I... It had been a while since I had listened to this and I'd kind of forgotten about that outro part. And yeah, it's it's a really great, you know, Sabbath lead jam. Yeah. Also one it one of their it best ends on these
2: Definitely. It ends on these syncopated triplets. Dun, 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 dun. And last night I was sitting there. Like what does this remind me of? And it was driving me nuts. And I think I just remembered it's California Uber Alice, the ending of that
3: song. <laughs>
0: exactly. Which which was on uh last year's Yeah. Uh,
2: Halloween. It all mix. Connects. <laughs> but, yeah, it's
0: a good one.
3: I think you did a great uh transition there, uh, into the song. So that was really cool. But yeah, uh, not much to say about this song other than it's it's awesome uh so it's uh essential uh classic and it was uh it's always a pleasure to hear some sabbath
0: saturday night always
2: <laughs> always a great
0: time for sabbath uh but um and, and that's that's gonna bring uh bring us to a close um we've got the uh the the reprise of I wish we'd all been ready. Now this is the Larry Norman version, which is on uh, his album Only Visiting This Planet, which I think makes a brief appearance uh, on uh, your mix as well, Josh. But um, it, it's it's the same same lyrics. Definitely a different vibe than the Fish Market Combo version. Um, but <laughs> yeah. but once again, I'm just. This song is just so captivating to me. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good, well-written song. I think the changes are interesting. I, th- I think the, um, the the melodies, you know, stick with you. And I'm just, just so fascinated by, uh, particularly this version, which I had not heard uh, before until I started working on this. That all of these themes of of war and violence and and desolation and being left behind are are, are put against this bat, this background of like lush seventies production. Like this could be a Dan Fogelberg song, you know, just strings yeah, all yeah. over the place. And, uh, it, it just, just that, uh, that, that pairing I, I thought was, was so fascinating. And, and, and I was, you know, um, you know, knew I wanted to end, uh, in the, the album on it and, and let everybody kind of luxuriate, uh, in, uh, in those sweet, sweet seventies tones you've been left behind
2: ladies and gentlemen James Taylor <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All you have to say is this John. song's a, a, an earworm matt it got stuck in my head and i i kind of hate you for that so <laughs> there
2: you go <laughs> it, it it kind of is um the the lyrics are still real sicko stuff but like the, <laughs> it's it's on top of of really nice production uh in contrast to the fish market thing which was a disaster uh yeah, this has the James Taylor production, but the lyrics are still about demons dining on the children. I guess, I it's crazy stuff. I it definitely fits uh, if you want to freak people out on a Halloween mix. <laughs> I like
3: to think about Kirk Cameron when I hear this song in the <laughs> Left Left Behind series. Yeah, uh, yeah, but no, it's a it's a cool track for sure. Enjoyed it. But uh, there's a lot of covers
2: of this, including DC Talk.
3: Yeah, I, which I would whoa, like to okay. hear. It.
1: Nice. Well, that closes uh, out the mix, uh, Matt's mix, uh, for, for our Halloween episode here. Uh, I enjoyed it, Matt. It was a good uh, little romp through f- through Christianity and, and terrifying uh, religion
0: and, <laughs> and Satan. And yeah, it was good.
3: What was the name of your mix?
0: The name of the mix was Signs and Portents.
3: Yes, Signs and Portents. It was a great... Great listen. Had it, D- really did anybody stick it. around till the very end for Satan
0: Be Gone?
2: Sa- oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Was, was that uh, King of the Hill again? Yeah,
0: that, that's, that was Sally Field. I, I had yeah. to give her the last that's, word.
1: That was perfect. Nice. That was a perfect ending. Uh, my banger's got to be Slipknot, man. Heretic Anthem. Come on. Uh, that song just, uh, it, it, it makes me want to go worship Satan right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine was a, a tie banger.
2: I know your spreadsheet will hate this. Tie between Heretic Anthem or Black Sabbath.
3: Ooh. Uh, I also went with Slipknot. Like, I
0: how could I not? <laughs> how could I not?
1: Yeah. Nice. Matt, what's not, yours? But
0: Black Sabbath. I, I think my banger would be uh, Satanus Spiritus. Oh, wow.
2: Matt, well, the mix was very good. I... I matt's uh <laughs> matt's packaging that he provided was very uh uh graphic design is my passion ask, ask art <laughs> style stuff um, but you know damn it you put the effort in so uh, uh e for effort um you know i love me some frightening religious and satanic imagery so of course the theme is up my alley and you had great uh great adherence to the theme um something i have trouble with so i I like that um and i really loved the the clips throughout uh it it lightened the mood a bit so i thought it was a very fun mix of devil music
3: yeah i feel exactly the same uh love the love the clips love the song choices it was uh it was consistent with the theme as everyone said so yeah very very cool
0: well thanks everybody i it was a lot of fun putting together and i'm i'm glad everybody enjoyed it
4: must be the season of the mix. Must be the season
1: of the mix. Must be the season of the mix. All right, I hope you got enough of Satan. I, I got something to tell you, though, about a different thing you need to be worried about in the sky. That's not God. And you know what that is? <laughs> no. Fucking al- aliens coming yeah. to abduct your ass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, not my ass. So my Halloween and- mix this year... <laughs> I finally did it. I've said every year I'm going to make a Halloween mix about aliens, and I I finally did it. So, my Halloween mix this year was called A Fire of Unknown Origin. And uh, I I will tell you real quickly the art of it. Uh, The front is a drawing by a child in Zimbabwe. Uh, There was a famous sighting of a ufo there in zimbabwe where supposedly it landed at a school and the aliens got out and like talked to some kids on the playground and then the kids came in and drew pictures (laughs) of it and that is what that image is Played kickball uh it's a creepy image and then the back of it is uh alistair crowley his drawing of a being he said spoke to him called lom that uh, looks eerily like a gray alien, oh, despite him one's doing this in the 1920s. So, kind of Did theory. he say it was an alien? No, he just said a being it? named Lom was coming to him and speaking to him, and that's what it looked like. So, uh, that that is what that drawing is. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Fire of Unknown Origin about aliens and, and alien abduction is my theme this year. And uh, Blake, if you want to go ahead and play clip one, and then I'll talk about what it is after you play it. It is the longest clip of this batch, though. I will tell you that right now. So just sit back for a second. It's a, it's a couple minutes All here. All right. <laughs>
0: In France, like America, the flying saucer mystery makes headlines. A young Frenchman photographed this flying saucer, or is it from a mountainside in...
4: You see it.
0: Look up this
4: morning with light in my eyes And then realized it was still dark outside It was a light coming down from the sky see
3: October 30th, 1993. Art will be live tomorrow night for his annual Ghost to Ghost AM show. If you have a story for
4: us, come on ahead. We've only got one more hour of it, and this is it. Wild Card Line 3, you're on the air. Good morning. Oh, good morning. I kind of like to share a story of well, three stories if I have the time. All right. Where are you? Where are you, please? I'm in Little Lake, California. Little Lake, California. All right, go ahead. The, uh... First uh, time that I ever had some sort of strange experience, I was lying in my bed and my eyes closed, and I could see these faces floating through my room, and they were a lot like the faces out of the
2: out of the what? Out of the what? <laughs> This shit's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Creepiest part of the mix.
0: They've been reported at dusk or in the dead of night. In clearings, amid still woods and fields in lonely farm country. That sound. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. Sometimes they come in silence, sometimes with quiet thunder. Often they leave marks in the earth, signals of their passing. They've been seen but fleetingly, and their extraordinary presence creates a frightening mystery. In fields from West Virginia through Wisconsin to Oregon are the beginnings of answers.
1: So a lot of things we heard there and I'll kind of break it down one by one. I, I kinda of went with a framing device for this mix of, of radio station tuning, which which is pretty is pretty hack, I know. It's it's something that, you know, Is a a common framing device for mixes, but it works with this one. You know, people getting abducted and their radio station going all wacky. So the uh, first clip you heard was from a French news program in the 1950s on the UFO craze. Uh, So I got a little bit out of that one. Then the song you hear, the first song you hear is actually a song by The Birds, a song called Mr. Spaceman. Which, uh, from the Wikipedia page, it was a single, and the single release of the song was accompanied by a spoof press announcement from their manager saying he had taken out a $1 million insurance policy against his clients being abducted by aliens. Uh, <laughs> and despite this being an obvious publicity stunt and tongue in cheek, apparently both Roger McGuinn and David Crosby were actually hopeful about communicating with alien life forms through the medium of an AM radio broadcast. So oh my god there you go that tracks drugs uh so then (laughs) uh and i had a little bit of a longer clip but i felt like the longer you played some of that stuff it it kind of wears out its welcome i thought short and sweet you know nice creepy lyric then we had a clip from uh you know the infamous art bell coast to coast am gotta have a coast to coast am clip there Blake, by the way, what she says is they looked like the faces from the concentration camps. But I was like, eh, it's oh, going to some places oh I don't want to go. I'm going to go ahead and cut this. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a weird clip. Yeah. Uh, and then that song you heard that's terrifying is a 1971 single by a Canadian group called The Bells. And the song was Stay a While. It went to number seven in the U.S. Dude, um, that sounded I kind know, of it's like.
3: To Art Bell. Uh, close your eyes, lend me. Your
1: hand. <laughs> I mean, Do as far as I know, it's about hit, hit, it's about greasy hippies doing it. But just there's something about that first line just, about you know into my room he creeps without making a sound. It's just so weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Aliens. then. It goes to a clip from the 1970s program In Search Of, which had all those cool synth noises you guys were Uh, pointing out, uh, hosted by Leonard Nimoy, and uh, it's from an In Search Of episode about UFOs. And then finally, we go to my actual first track, which is a song from this year uh, by a band called Citizen, and the song is Death Dance Approximately which always sounded like a Fatherton song title to me Logan uh uh-huh. I feel like something you get you would come up with death dance approximately uh it's a it's a great song i like it uh kind of spooky ish not you know totally halloween related but it's just a a nice jam from this year that i felt like had a good energy to kick off the mix
0: you said that that was from this year
1: yeah, that Citizen song came out this year on their album "Life in a Glass World," which is a okay. good album.
0: Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed that tune. You know, very you know upbeat and dancey. Uh, I I would would assume uh, that that it would be dancey uh, given the title. But yeah, I was also getting um, not not just uh, Fatherton titles, but but Fatherton uh, vibes uh, out of that. Um, you know, I love that fuzz bass and. Um, you know, just the, the dancy feeling, um, you know, and I, I, I'm always going to be a sucker for, uh, a radio station tuning device. So, <laughs> so I think all, all those, all those clips together, uh, you know, strung together well and, and, you know, set, set a good, uh, unsettling mood.
2: Yeah. It is the same framing device as, um, one of my favorite albums, songs for the deaf by mm-hmm. Queens of the stone age, the station to station static, but I, I still think it really works for this. I I like that there's a whatever you use there's a, a binaural quality. So when you're uh, you have it in your headphones, it's there's a, a spaciousness that sounds oh, like the wow. the static is coming from without. Uh, it I, I it may have been recorded binaurally, um, but it's wild uh, to listen to it in headphones. Um. Anyway, uh, I'd never heard of Citizen, and it it uh. I had no idea that that song came out this year because it reminded me of 2000s dance rock stuff like uh, The Rapture. Mm. And it reminds me of stuff that I really liked in the 2000s. So I did dig this one. Um, despite having never heard this band, it, it's a really good uh, banger to start the party with. So you you did the mix the right way by starting off with a banger. Uh, d- does it fit the theme? Lyrically, no, I don't know. It so doesn't nice. at all. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'll tell all you. All right, so not every. I guess not everything has to fit, but no. okay, it still works. Uh,
3: I dug this track. It was you know great opener. Um, I definitely got some uh, early two thousands dance rock. I got the faint, I disappear uh, vibes. Uh, oh
2: yes, that's right. That's totally right. But
3: I thought it was catchy, and I'm. I'll have to check them out for sure.
1: They're actually playing here in December at the ballroom. Cool. Oh, nice just fyi
2: i i was thinking like i've heard this rhythm this syncopated sort of rhythm before and mm-hmm. it was the faint i disappear and it i i didn't think of it till you said that logan
1: nice well uh after that first track which is actually kind of longer we move into uh the next few tracks so go ahead and play clip two and then i'll kind of break down what we just heard
4: the midnight in the city, i feel midnight husband and my children were in bed, and they were all asleep. As I was preparing to go to bed, suddenly a bright light appeared at the foot of my bed. And in the center of the light was Jesus Christ. Just a candle, light my way, looking for the handle, to the way, to take me home.
1: All right, so those songs we just heard, the first one is a song called Sticky by Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. That is also from this year. It was released July of this year. Uh, Frank Carter is the ex-lead singer of the band Gallows, and uh, I came to know him from his association with Idols, his first single from this album he's putting out in October. Actually, by the time you hear this, this album will probably come out. Uh, he, he did a. There's a song on there with the lead singer of Idols, Uh, that's pretty good. So that kind of is how I found him. And then that song in particular, Sticky, you know, it's got lyrics about vampires and werewolves and such. So it it was spooky enough to put on there. Not necessarily about aliens um, entirely, but we'll get there. Uh, Then after that, we heard a little bit of Brian Eno driving me backwards from his 1974 debut solo album that I uh, picked up recently in the last few months. And I just thought there was a nice spooky sounding kind of a song. Uh, It's got the eerie sort of piano and, and him kind of um, doing his vocalizations. After that is a clip that I've used on a mix before and I just had to pull it out again. And I don't even know where it is from at all. Uh, It's a woman talking about praying and Jesus coming to her in the night. So kind of crosses over with your mix a little bit, Matt, I guess, Uh, but it's, Seemed kind of like almost talking about aliens or something. Cause she's talking about him appearing in her bedroom at night. And like, uh, I don't know. It's weird. And then after that, finally uh, is a song by a French producer and DJ named wax Taylor uh, featuring Mark Lanigan, who was the ex lead singer of screaming trees. And he was also in Queens of the stone age actually at one point. Yeah. And uh Mark Lanigan and, and wax Taylor. And the song is called just a candle, which that song came out this year as well. Just a spooky <laughs> song about walking through a graveyard. So that is that set of songs. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only
2: one uh, loading their mix up with extremely current music. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Frank Carter, I had never heard of and it, i like how you kind of do a one-two punch of two like dance rock songs and Mm. this one maybe even ups the ante i really like how it gets the momentum going maybe even a bit faster uh but uh more british flavored this time um sounded like a more slick arctic monkeys maybe Mm -hmm. and he he talks about he's not a vampire he's not a werewolf a ghost does he say crack i'm not a (laughs) kraken
1: i don't know does he I, he's listing I all he's listing all up. these
2: monsters i didn't catch what the last monster was but i think he said kraken that's
1: <laughs> bizarre that
2: um up. brian eno's song i had actually heard that one because i'm a fan of his first album here come the warm jets um and this is a perfect halloween spooky mood this song uh definitely an unsettling banging on that uh uh odd, almost almost out of tune. Uh, percussive piano um that being said it's not definitely not my favorite song on here come the warm jets but it is the one that most fits a halloween mix probably um that clip that you have after it i really like that the radio noise fades in as the song fades out i i live for that kind of stuff on a mix um and that clip is really wild and creepy i wanted to point out that like an a yeah, it, it was being described like a gray was coming to visit her, but <laughs> Jesus Christ came to her, and apparently, uh, Jesus Christ was a tall hunk who had a he had a Jewish look and a Jewish haircut, whatever
0: that means. I was gonna say that's oddly specific. Uh,
2: yeah, and then she says that. He said that they were going to go down to the depths of hell. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we're going to the depths of hell. Is that it? Is that what the next track is?
1: Oh, so I'm, yeah.
2: I'm thinking of the next song. If this is a narrative as this is the depths of hell. I don't know. Maybe it fits. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, I don't know if you intended that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd never heard of wax Taylor. <laughs> I haven't heard a lot of these people. Sorry, but um, we're combining alien visitation and religion religious imagery and i'm down for that i think my favorite part of the song which which i think is all right is the the candle blowing out sounds Mm. used throughout and the way the song cuts off and ends with the sound of a candle being blown out so some good uh uh, literal sound effects there
3: i enjoyed all the cuts here um i love the uh the frank carter and the rattlesnakes and i definitely hear that uh that idols uh kind of vibe so that mm-hmm. i was really into that uh i think we kind of share a little bit of a brian Eno crossover uh mm-hmm. without spoiling mm-hmm. too much um but this uh fun and bizarre track uh, the audio is very creepy so i also have uh this album and enjoy it and then Finally, I, I thought that, uh, that wax Taylor with Mark Lanigan, uh, that was a really good vibe, uh, how, you know, dark and creepy. So I, th- that one was one of my favorite tracks.
0: Yeah. I, I enjoyed all these. Um, I also noted, uh, the Arctic monkeys feel, uh, of that Frank Carter <laughs> tune. Um, you're, you're burying the lead. Uh, I, I didn't know it was Frank Carter and the rattlesnakes. Uh, I was looking at your, at your set list. Oh yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the Eno was great. Um, I need to, I need to make a point to, uh, to check out that, that Eno record. I I was, uh, you know, really enjoying this one. Um, I, it felt to me like he kind of had this alternating chromatic piano line and he was doing chords both on the downs and the ups. So it would kind of, you know, shift around the feeling of, of which, which chroma, you know, uh, one of the chromatic notes was was the the downbeat. It, it was a really interesting you know little thing that he did, and then uh, I really liked that uh, the wax tailor. I, I love that that stuttery hat um that he has, uh-huh. and uh, we I think we might have even mentioned Mark Lanigan on, on a previous podcast uh because uh he did a version uh of Where Did You Sleep Last Night? That's which, right. Uh, which, okay, which featured Kurt Cobain. Yes.
1: Huh, That's where we okay. talked about him. Okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, I should mention, by the way, that Wax Taylor one, I remember when I heard that earlier in the year, and I was like, that's going on the Halloween mix. <laughs> like That was like one. I only had a few this year that really stuck out to me, but that was one for sure that as soon as I heard it, I was like, perfect Halloween song. Got to put it Jackpot. on there. Jackpot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into the next batch here.
4: Jess. Fresh images the, the overmind has no test but another shaft They drilled my teeth They drilled holes in my damn teeth! <laughs>
0: Since I was four has it been safe?
1: So now we're actually moving into some alien stuff here. Uh, we've finally gotten out of the just spookiness to, to the straight-up theme of this mix. So leading us off there was, was a 2000s-era dance rock band, the Klaxons. Uh, and that was their song, Flashover, which is from their 2010 album. They're a British indie rock band. I, I was familiar with a few songs from them here and there, but that one was actually kind of new to me this year. I I was looking for songs that were about... UFOs and that kind of thing, and that Claxon song came on my radar, and it I think it fit perfectly. Uh, lots of lyrics about you know ships in the sky and making messages to them and that kind of thing. And then we heard an X Files clip. That's from the episode Dwayne Barry from the second season of X Files. And uh, Dwayne Barry is an episode about a man, the the titular Dwayne Barry who is uh, holding some hostages in a bank because he has been abducted by aliens. And as we hear him say there, they've drilled his his damn teeth. Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I know Logan uh, and Matt are both X-Files fans. Blake, I don't know how much you've watched, but that is a, a an all time episode for sure. That whole, oh, yeah. There's a couple <laughs> two parter there. Uh, so I had to put that clip in there. And then the song that it goes into is a song by the band liars, which is the band name for the work of a guy named Angus Andrews. That is the song, my pulse to ponder, which is uh, another song from this year from uh, the the most recent liars album. Uh, I just thought there was something about the lines about, you know, not since four, has it been safe kind of worked with the alien abduction theme of like, you know, this is something that's been happening all his life, and uh, you know it's it's got a spooky vibe as well. And then the titular track for my mix comes, Blue Oyster Cult, Fire of Unknown Origin. Uh, this is the not only the titular track for my mix; it's actually the the song uh, that is the titular track for their 1981 album, Fire of Unknown Origin. That's the one, by the way, that contains the hit single, Burning for You. Uh, and uh, when I was looking up some stuff about it, apparently several of the songs they wrote for that album were actually written for the animated film Heavy Metal yeah, and then fun. not used for Heavy Metal and instead used for this album. Uh, but it's all about a UFO. Fire of Unknown Origin took my baby away. So I thought that worked as well. Uh, the Claxons,
3: that song, uh, that was badass. Uh, I, I was really into that. Um, I don't think I had ever listened to them before, so that was cool. Uh, Love the X-Files reference, of course. Um, Liars, yeah, that song, pretty okay, too. Uh, It kind of had some kind of weird Twilight Zone kind of similarity to it uh, Mm -hmm. that I kind of dig, you can dig into. uh, That was kind of weird. But yeah, and then Consider Me a Follower, Oyster King. uh, Rocking, (laughs) dancey, I loved it. So yeah, enjoyed all the tracks.
0: I think that I had heard some Klaxons. I, I ended up with a uh, a Klaxons album um, just on my hard drive. Uh, I, I it wasn't this Klaxon album, which by the way has an excellent cover. It's it's a uh, an astronaut with a with a cat head, which I, I thought right. was, was fitting to your um uh, to mm. your theme. You know more more mid-aughts uh, dance pop or, or at least I guess this is the the, the first uh true mid-aughts dance pop um, if the citizen you know was just a, a hearkening back to but uh, I you know really enjoyed it um, you know there's a, there's some uh some high parts that that octave the the chorus main line that uh, that I think really work I have got a question Josh uh, mm. Are you calling Dwayne Barry a liar? <laughs> <laughs> I I, 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 don't I do it. it. You know, don't it's do do it.
1: I haven't watched that episode in a long time. I need to revisit some X Files because I haven't watched that in a, a while. But,
0: but uh, yeah, my my, my notes uh, for for that liars song, which I thought was uh, yeah, I didn't know if the, you, that was an active thing you were going for or what. But <laughs> uh, uh, it, it's big bass, big oh. vocals, big attitude. <laughs> Why? Um, you know the the guitars are crispy crunchy um you know it, it a, a really fun song I, I'm a sucker for the uh the snare on the two three four the snare I I think that works um you know really well there and then uh blue oyster cult what else can you say pop out those t tops and um you know uh <laughs> Go, go go for a, a a midnight drive um you know very well produced everything sounds great um and and they've got a um guitar uh freak out um that that would kind of that's kind of their their signature move is, is that that great guitar freak out and it's it's here as well and i, I think it works
2: yeah so Claxons. um British dance I'm I'm sensing a British invasion on on Josh Not not <laughs> intentionally
1: but yeah now that I see you
2: say that I guess I did kind of A lot of that British dance rock um thus far at least I uh was very into a Claxons album around maybe 2008 or so it was not this album I was super into it for maybe a few months and then I forgot about this band So thank you for reminding me that this band exists it was it was a cool song I really like the line about uh, myriads of silver discs I don't know about <laughs> the grammar there But it makes for an interesting lyric Um
0: what is a flashover By the way is, is that I don't some know. kind of thing
1: I don't some know kind of, man, if that's like an alien like Thing an, or something I don't know
0: Was yeah, it myths you, you, of the near future Blake was that was that the, the album that you were Into yeah,
2: that was that was probably was Their first album that was probably the one I
0: was Okay into. I think that's the one I have Looks okay. like
2: yeah and then it has A cool breakdown with piano also Um uh the Liars, okay. I, I like it more X Files, gotta have that. Um I had not heard the Liar song, it was is pretty cool. It's interesting that this mix has been like all indie rock, maybe except for Eno. That, that, um, that's
1: just my thing, I think. <laughs> I think it's just what I've yeah, been to I guess. <laughs> yeah, that
2: is. I mean <laughs> when you get to mine it's gonna be like, hey, it's all bubblegum pop. Um <laughs> it the the uh the mood is is really right on this one it's a good mood setting piece um is there anything alien about this this song
1: no i mean i just is thought the not right? since four has it been safe was kind of like you hear abductees yeah. talk about you know it's something that's been happening to them all their life kind of thing so
2: so the titular track by blue oyster colt um i wanted to know where they got the the fire of unknown origin sounds like something that would be taken out of like one of those books about alien encounters yeah, you know. yeah like, like
1: project i was thinking like an official thing project blue book or something maybe. you know
2: yeah like it sounds like that comes from something but hmm. it's an it's an awkward phrase um and the, the chorus a fire of unknown origin took my baby away but it is kind of cool and it works and i said uh <laughs> Not since the Ramones and the KKK has such a monstrous entity taken my baby away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nice. Very weird nice. similarities there. Um, like Death comes driving down the highway in its Sunday best. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, pr- decent little block of songs here.
1: Nice. All right. Well, now we, we go further into alien territory here with uh, the next batch.
4: I know the CIA would say What you hear is all hearsay Wish someone would tell me what was right All, all night long And I'm there something very wrong This is central <laughs> control <laughs> This is central <laughs> control Standby. Stand by You think they really care I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch You better think about it, baby I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch 009. 500mg 009. 500mg dose administered. Experiment begins.
1: The right. So kicking off that block was Blink-182 Aliens Exist, which I really debated whether to put it on this mix. And then ultimately I was like, it's an injection of fun, you know, into this <laughs> mix and it fits perfectly. It's uh, from their 1999 album, Enema of the State. And of course, written by Tom DeLonge, who has somehow inexplicably <laughs> become the person that is uh, <laughs> slowly rolling out disclosure for everybody.
0: <laughs> uh, Noted, you <laughs> know. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> UFO luminary Tom DeLong. <laughs> yeah. You,
1: yeah. Uh, ufologist. So uh, after that, we have a clip. It's from a uh, Louis Thoreau special. Louis Thoreau, the, the BBC British documentarian. I actually don't know if it's BBC, but he's a British documentarian. And it was a, a little clip you can find on YouTube where he's talking to a man who claims to be able to channel extraterrestrials. Uh, especially that one named Corton, I believe. Uh, and that goes into a song by a band called the Rosillos, which were a punk band from Scotland in the 70s. And that song is called Flying Saucer Attack. Uh, apparently the Rizzillos, uh kind of went on to some other fame because uh, this song's from their 1978 album, but the lead guitarist and songwriter for the Rozillos, Joe Callis, would later join Human League, and he wrote Don't You Want Me, which was ah, their big... Hmm hit uh and then we've got the next up is a song by saves the day it's a cover of the misfits matt uh connected to your your mix a little bit so it's a cover of the misfits song where eagles dare which uh, was a Misfits song in 1979 this is actually from saves the day's uh, halloween drop they did last year uh called through being ghoul uh, uh where they did a couple of Halloween songs. Yeah, play on their song or their album through through being cool. So I just thought it fit because you know the lyrics are like they pick up every loser. <laughs> like I, I don't think it's about aliens necessarily, but it fits so perfectly. You know, They're about picking up people, and then it has the the verse about you know let's see what pain we can put you through, and you know where eagles dare, kind of up in the sky. So it, I just thought it fit too well. And then finally, probably one of my favorite finds I've had doing this mix is a british dj duo called lemon jelly and this song is experiment number 6 from 2002 and it's just basically kind of an instrumental track where they occasionally interject with uh timestamps of where you're listening and and what's kind of going on in the experiment so it really worked with that vibe of alien abduction and experimentation
0: yeah, um, Blink One Eighty Two. I, I think that's a a prototypical Blink One Eighty Two song, which is to say that it's a you know a delightful little pop song. Um, you know, I, I I I'm continually bemused by the fact that Tom DeLonge has had this second career as you know UFO <laughs> researcher. Um, my main takeaway was that Travis Barker is a really good drummer. Um, just you know. Everything's so tight uh, on that song. Um, I love that Rosillo's uh, track. I I didn't catch that they were from Scotland, but uh, there there's actually a, um, a a live version of this, or, or at least it's a a filmed performance uh, of this. <laughs> and and um, they're, they're definitely a, a hoot um, to, to check them out. I love the bass line, kind of a very go go vibe uh, to it. And then um, yeah, uh, when I was listening to that "Saves the Day," I was like. Now where have I heard this before and then I saw that it was the yeah. the the Misfits cover and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember hearing that when I when I found the uh was looking around and and found the the Haynes song and then uh I, I loved that Lemon Jelly song. Uh the way that they used the the record needle noise as a mm. beat was was so interesting. Yeah. Um I couldn't tell if it was just because someone was speaking in a British accent over this, but there's like some some flute lines, uh, over some Oz that just has a very, very, you know, English feel to it. Um, and, and I also thought that this, uh, that track kind of had a, um, uh, almost a, a Fiona feel, you know, it feels like that, that mm. might've been a, a sound ex- experiment that, that she might be into.
4: Huh?
2: So blink One Eighty Two. aliens exist. That title is very direct. <laughs> um, I don't think they say it in the song, but you know it's implied, of course.
0: Not known for subtlety. Uh, it, uh,
2: <laughs> no, no, and it, it it's extremely in line musically with the other songs on Enema of the State, uh, so it it's it, it's fun enough. Um, I liked Flying Saucer Attack. Um, I'd never heard this band Rosillo's, but um, I like the the whole the Scottish flavored punk new wave. It reminds. It actually reminds me of a blonde. There's a Blondie song, I think, from their first record about a monster attack, and there's a similar vibe between these songs. Mm. They were contemporaries of Blondie, I guess. Um, I I really like the accent that she delivers this thing in. Um, I don't know. I just like it. Uh, and then speaking of accents, there's a when the uh, male vocal comes in, it's 100% an Arctic monkey song. mean, the <laughs> flying. In the British or in his accent flying saucer attack I'm never coming back through a little bit of distortion I'm like oh it's Arctic monkeys now um, the uh, where Eagles dare I was like I didn't think saves the day sounded like this I I had never been a big fan but uh, now it makes sense I did not know this was a misfits cover um, I don't know anything I guess but <laughs> that explains the 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 punk the more um lo-fi punk vibe to this one um i ain't no goddamn son of a bitch though might be the best chorus chorus refrain ever uh that really grew on this whole that whole song grew on me i like that one a lot it's it's fun and catchy um and i like the the brevity of it um lemon jelly experiment number six is the freakiest song on the mix maybe i i noticed how uh Part of the beat was like a, a beep from a medical mm. device. Oh yeah, uh, it, it, it's a little unsettling. Um, It's—I don't know if you'd call it free jazz—but this <laughs> long and strange, uh, these long strange experiments uh, scare me a little bit. The voiceover is very disturbing. Uh, but if you're thinking of this in terms of a narrative, this is the point in the story where the human victim is being experimented exactly. on. Exactly. Um, by the abductors and so it makes perfect sense in the middle of the mix here the alien mix um that, that the song weirds me out though but yeah
3: yeah, you're on point with the theme. Uh Blink 182, classic, hilarious and nostalgic. It's been 182 years since I've heard that tra- that track. Uh <laughs> so that was cool. Uh Hail Corton. Uh sounds like some Bashar shit going on. Oh. Uh that's yeah. that's who I'm familiar with, but it sounded like Bashar. Uh <laughs> yeah, dig it. Be- you know, totally beam me up. Uh cool track by Rosillo's uh saves the day i I love me some saves the day and i never thought that i'd hear them cover the misfits but uh it almost sounds like uh it starts out and it's almost like their track through being cool uh maybe Mm. um but uh I, i i really enjoyed it so uh yeah uh lemon jelly that was that was smooth and tasty. I like that one quite a bit. Uh, kind of a creature creation, exotica kind of flair to it. I really liked that track. I thought that was cool. Uh, so, yeah, good job.
1: Yeah, lemon Jelly was, I think, maybe f- my favorite find. Like, I when I found that a couple weeks ago, I was like, holy shit, this is the linchpin. You know, like, this is <laughs> the thing that's going to hold it all together. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and go to the next uh, set here. By the way, I was sure that that Corton clip was like
2: satire or from a comedy. <laughs> no, I'll or something. send you the video <laughs> if you haven't seen it. The, <laughs> the fact that it's a real thing and not a, not comedic blows my yeah, mind. Okay, it's it's crazy.
4: I try to stay awake when the
3: world is done. Cause when I dream of you, I wake up with
4: my
3: circles, radiation. The third kind is when you make contact, but
2: the fourth kind, there's nothing more frightening than the fourth.
1: All right. <laughs> Strange set of songs here. Uh, so that first track you heard was a, a singer-songwriter named Stuart Davis, a song Shades of Grey. I Man, I really went back and forth on putting this one on here because musically, there is nothing spooky about it uh, at all. Like musically, it sounds like a late 90s adult contemporary song. And, and I was like, I don't know, but the lyrics are genuinely about someone getting abducted by aliens. And I guess uh, I read the Wikipedia article. Davis has been an advocate for a long time of the probability of extraterrestrial life. Uh, apparently, he was on coast to coast am a couple times, oh. uh, which was mentioned earlier. So it just fits so perfectly. and it's just such a like a weirdly sad but creepy song. Uh, so shades of gray. And then after that, we've got butthole surfers. The song Who Was In My Room Last Night from 1993, uh, which the music video for this is something to look up because it involves Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, being a bartender. And, uh, you know, at one point after uh, someone drinks a drink from him, they have bizarre hallucinations. And it's just a, a weird thing. But I thought Who Was In My Room Last Night really fit with Aliens. Then uh, a a band we've actually touched on on this podcast before, Soul Coughing, Unmarked Helicopters, Mm -hmm. which is their song from the X-Files soundtrack, 1996. So there you go. X-Files again. I did not cut in the X-Files theme at the end. That is on the the track. Yeah. Uh, Then we've got a clip from the movie The Fourth Kind, a 2009 movie. Um, I just thought it was a good little clip talking about the different kinds of alien contact. And then finally, ending that block, The Stranglers, a 1979 song from their album The Raven. Uh, The song is called The Men in Black, and it is just a bizarre fucking song. (laughs) But I love it, and it's creepy and weird and just definitely fits. So, yeah, that's that set.
2: Yeah. So the, I kind of like the Stuart Davis uh, one. Um, I thought that the title shades of gray might be a more subtle metaphor, but no, it was, it's very directly <laughs> it's about yeah. grays. <laughs> yeah, And just the description of the grays is so creepy. Every, like all the lyrics and especially god made your bodies the wrong size to have those great big oval eyes <laughs> it makes me laugh and it also upsets me uh too too ugly to be angels yeah uh it's it's, it's not bad um it, it's weird um what if i could make one mix suggestion and i'm sorry to be like this but take the bizarre i'm flying thing from Butthole servers <laughs> and and mash it up with the the previous track. Oh, they that can run been good. run together would've in been some good, way. You're right. Yeah. I feel like yeah. wasted good opportunity call, good there. Call. But but you know, um, yeah, that the I'm Flying is one of the weirdest things ever in a song <laughs> um, from Who Was in My Room last night. And I don't know if that song was ever about aliens, but um, it it works for the theme if you imagine that it's about aliens being in your room. Um one thing I noticed in this listen through of it, I've heard it before, of course there is a pretty much a verbatim black Sabbath riff. Is it, is it paranoid or what Mm. is it? Yeah. That's like pretty close. That's completely cribbed, right? (laughs) Pretty Um, pretty darn close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Soul coughing. I, I never heard that. And I was like, is that the, (laughs) am I hearing the X-Files theme? Uh, but I guess it makes sense. It was X-Files soundtrack. And I was like, here we go. Fiona Apple's (laughs) bassist's band. Um, it's got a weird vibe. I don't know if it's my thing. I I, I did notice that I I think I hear a stand up bass at some point in that song and I was like, "Oh, that's um Sebastian Steinberg from yeah. Fiona Apple." Um so yeah, you you can hear that loud and clear. Uh, kind of a, a weird weird song with a crash test dummy type vocal. Mm. Um the the thing called Clip, what what movie was that from?
1: Fourth Kind. I don't know the movie. What
2: is the it's, fourth? kind? It's a, though? it's
1: a decent movie about alien abduction in Alaska. Um, okay. it's not bad. I saw it. Okay. So For, fourth kind means I think you actually are taken up into the ship and like, uh, okay. experimented on ship, left it up
2: to the imagination there. Yeah. Um, I'm just now learning that this song, Men in Black from the Stranglers, is from 1979. <laughs> I, I thought it was maybe somebody messing around in Pro Tools in the year 2001 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the worst song on your mix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the, the pitched up voice. It's <laughs> so bizarre. It's a Korg um, vocoder, actually oh okay and it, i looked them up they're a british punk band i guess so yeah they were just messing around with this one weren't they <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yes and it's nearly five minutes it's it's messing with me this song is trolling me it's 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 difficult but <laughs> uh, yeah yeah
3: i kind of like the Stuart davis uh shades uh is it shades of gray shades of yeah. gray Great, yeah. I enjoyed it. Three bony fingers of whiskey for our gray friends. (laughs) Uh, Butthole surfers, are they surfing up Rob Zombie's butthole? Uh, Exactly.
1: (laughs) Beth actually said, is this a Rob Zombie song when I played it? I'm like, no, it's butthole surfing. (laughs) Surfing Uh, up his butthole. I'm I'm
3: definitely not poo-pooing it. Uh, It rocked my butthole, so, you know, rock and roll. (laughs) Uh, Soul coughing, uh, so... I think we've had this discussion before, Josh. But this is—I know this song from the <laughs> X Files uh, yeah. songs in the key of X soundtrack. Yes, um, but it's also, I guess, on the um, Fight the F- Future. Uh, no, soundtrack. it's on
1: Songs in the Key of X. I know you don't like that this song. I, I when I put it on here, I thought I think Logan doesn't like this song, but I don't know. Okay, so I'm not. It the works. Old
3: yeah it's not my favorite song but i've had a long time for that song to grow on me so i feel confident in my uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) your disdain for it
3: (laughs) yeah uh not a fan of the song uh yeah fourth kind cool i i like the stranglers and you know i don't want to give anything away uh we definitely have uh something in common yes um i hadn't heard this one though um but yeah, it's 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 not one of my favorites of theirs. Uh, I think there's something from this album that I uh I, I like uh quite a bit more. But um yeah, I, I was glad to hear some of these
0: these songs. My note for the Stuart Davis was uh this is good. Is it Canadian? Um, <laughs> I thought that
1: as well, but he's American apparently.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know why, but it just feels it. It has a Canadian feel uh, to it.
4: Yeah,
0: um, you know, but but I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it, it's just a great you know, a great piece of pop songwriting. Um, butthole Surfers, I, you know, I need to get into the Butthole Surfers more than I do because I, every <laughs> everything that I've heard, I've I've enjoyed. I love the audacity. Um, it's got a great bass tone. While you guys were thinking Rob Zombie, I was I was thinking back to um, from last year, Jesus Build My Hot Rod uh, mm. the, the ministry song yep. ha- has kind of the same, you know uh, that that same vocal style. And, and then it's
2: the same vocalist.
0: It, oh, wh- wh- did, Okay, yes. That well, that he, that he
2: guessed it on it.
0: Okay, old Gibby. Um, yep. and, and then, uh, my final note for butthole surfers is just riffs. Um, and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that is very similar, uh, to paranoid, um, soul coughing. Uh, w- did you say that they were on the, uh, the, the band on the run show? No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: They're okay, just a nineties then... band that had songs. I don't know. F- jazzy kind of songs.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, and I enjoyed it. I, I liked the, the, the synth tune, um, you know, good, good driving rhythm. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Close Encounters. I thought that that clip might've been from uh, Close Encounters, but I, I mm. guess they had to, they had to one up the third kind uh, into the fourth. <laughs> kind, <and> then, <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that uh, Stranglers song is, is something else. Um, I, <laughs> I, I also got kind of a, out of, you know, out of an era, you know, when is this, uh, kind of vibe, you know, the, the synths are, are great. It's very creepy. Um, I I'm, I'm curious what the rest of the album sounds like, you know, if it's hmm. more just weird creepiness or it, you know, if it's a complete left turn and this is kind of an outlier. So that, 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 that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see more. It's, it's got a great cover too. I, uh, you know, very arch prog, <laughs> just a big old nice
1: wagon. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, head into the final block of songs here.
3: It's either the greatest hoax in human history, an unprecedented mass hallucination,
1: Wish we'd all been ready. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even compare to that. Uh, man, do I have some facts for you guys about this batch of songs. So first track you heard there was the band Brainiac, uh, which is from Ohio. And that was their 1993 song, Martian Dance Invasion. And here's the thing about Brainiac that surprised the hell out of me. Um, has, have anybody heard of Brainiac before I get into this? No,
3: yes uh okay. i know that it's uh cedric yes uh, one of cedric's favorite bands okay so I, i've heard some
1: songs okay so i went and looked at their wikipedia and this is what it says under legacy uh chris walla of death cab for cutie claims brainiac was a big influence on his work on the death cab album narrow stairs cedric bixler and omar rodriguez lopez uh, say Brainiac, specifically the album Electroshock for President, was super influential on them. Cedric actually says nearly every band is indebted to Brainiac. Blood Brothers, The Locust, At The Drive-In, The huh. Faint, Owe Them A Lot. During a BBC radio session, Trent Reznor <laughs> said Brainiac was a major influence what? on him. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, I should know this. Uh, hold one. on, he said from a sonic standpoint, their album electroshock for president 1997 was a huge influence on with teeth as a sound oh reference my god so i just was like blown away that you know all these bands and i looked at th- that album that they're talking about sounds different than this song though so uh okay. it is different but uh yeah brainiac martian dance invasion apparently very influential band that not many people know uh, then we have Pixies, uh, The Happening, from their 1990 album Bossa Nova. It's a song about, there's a place they call 51, Area 51. And uh, I had that go into a little clip from Unsolved Mysteries talking about alien abduction. Thought it was a good way to end. And then finally, the last track is a song called Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft by Klaatu from 1976. And if you've never heard of Klaatu, their story is kind of interesting because they were a band that when this album came out that has this song in 76... It had no liner notes with it about like who they were. And somebody started assuming they were the Beatles that had reformed. Uh, ah, And for ah, a while, ah, it was a hot thing to sell Klaatu albums because people thought this is the Beatles. They've gotten back together. Uh, I remember at Stick It In Your Ear, our local record shop, this album having a thing on it written by Wes, the store owner that said the band that people (laughs) thought were the Beatles, Uh, you know, (laughs) trying to get you to buy it. Uh, But this song in particular was their song that they had written about an actual thing in the 1950s where uh, people thought they could telepathically get together and send a message to aliens and it would declare world contact day where they would all get together and share in the joys of interplanetary I don't know messaging Uh, So I just thought it was a good way to end it. It's almost kind of tongue in cheek, you know, alien abduction. So scary. And here we are ending on this like message of hope and peace that we'll all get together and, and live in harmony. So that's how my mix ends. Yeah. Brainiac.
3: I'm here for it. Uh, My brain is ready. I, I love it. Mars attacks. Uh, Yeah. I, I find it interesting that they, they mentioned uh, like, blood brothers uh because uh i was gonna say it reminded me kind of a a, a plot to blow up the eiffel tower which i saw mm-hmm. on tour with blood brothers uh so that fits right in uh but love that um so of course you know i i love the pixies and it's one of my favorite albums bossa nova uh that was one of my first pixies albums that i owned uh so great i glad that it's there and clad to, uh, oh, man, 1976, is that what this yep. is? Yeah, have never heard this before, but I'm really into it. Uh, <laughs> the, the drums and bass are fun, and I said it was a nice ending. So, yes, great job.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, job. I'd say Brainiac uh, definitely um, warrants some, some more consideration. I, I really, really dug that, and, um, you know, it, it's... It's fascinating to to find out who influences other people that you know that, that that you like um speaking of big influences the Pixies obviously I thought that you might have uh, picked Motorway way to Roswell
1: There are several Pixie songs about uh, aliens <laughs> Oh yeah lots of Frank Black songs lots yeah. of Pixie songs
0: yeah. Though, though this kind of almost sounds like it, it could almost be a prequel. You know, it's, it's kind of got a similar feel to it. Um, Bossa Nova is the Pixies album I'm, I'm least familiar with, but I, I oh, really enjoyed this uh, this song. Uh, one thing I've noticed is is that Frank Black loves to say like numbers. He, he's got uh, they got a ranch they call Number Fifty One, and got mm-hmm. a tattoo trick said Number Thirteen, <laughs> and If man was five, I, I I think Frank Black just loves saying numbers and then, um, Klaatu. Yeah, that was, that was fascinating. Um, it's, it's interesting that, that you thought that it was Beatles. I I had in my notes and I had not seen any of that, that it it gets kind of beetly in the, in the middle. So, so, um, you know, whether that was, uh, you know, intentional or, or, or not, um, uh, you know, it's neat. I think it's, it's interesting that we both uh, ended our mixes on, you know, kind of chill out seventies uh, <laughs> yeah. vibes. Uh, and, you got to chill. And, and yeah, this uh, is undeniably uh, Canadian. You know, we, we, we thought that, <laughs> that <laughs> the other one might be, but, but yeah, this is um, a, a great way to round out the mix.
2: Yeah. For Brainiac, uh, I, I need the drop. Now we talking um it's definitely and now we're talking track it gets the party going again and now i'd never heard of them but now i have to get into them i guess pixies uh, so this is one of the songs i'd already heard uh also a big bossa nova lover uh not my favorite song on bossa nova but um this obviously fits the theme perfectly that's still a really cool song um i Love the radio noise going back into the Robert Stack voiceover. Mm-hmm. Um, also thought it was interesting uh that after a song from Bossa Nova, we get to hear the Bossa Nova remix of the Unsolved Mysteries theme, <laughs> which if any, I don't know if you noticed, but it, I don't know if every episode kind of ends on that. It's just like a different syncopation.
1: <laughs> I love the Unsolved Mysteries of that. theme, by the way. Yeah. Oh, it's song. an all
2: time theme, but I didn't know that there was that version of it. Um, so the final track uh, by Claw it may be maybe the best song on the mix.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, okay.
2: It, uh, it's like a save the best for last type situ- situation. It's I guess it's 1976, but it sounds like '69 to me. Um, it's uh, yeah. Speaking of the Beatles, so this is like it combines all my favorite '60s stuff rolled into one. It's like I hear Beatles, I hear zombies, I hear early nilsen um, i hear bowie's um spaceman era uh even uh, elo uh maybe that's more 70s but you know it's definitely definitely some elo flavor there really cool sounds the moog it, it sounds like moog stuff in there that that's awesome A complex and epic song i just uh really like it and that the tempo bumps up that that works for me <laughs> please come in peace we beseech you Um, and I, I don't know how I'd never heard of them, but I do love rhyming interplanetary with most extraordinary.
1: (laughs) So that will get a thumbs up from me. I I should mention real quick, that song was later covered by the Carpenters and was actually a pretty big hit for the Carpenters, uh, later on in the seventies, but I think I enjoy the Klaatu version more. So, Yeah. Cool, it's we're going to so do uh, supportive bangers real quick and then and then we'll be done. I know I'm probably over time for sure. Yeah. Uh all right, my banger uh's got to be I man, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of choices here, but I'm going to go Klaxons Flashover. Uh when I got that one, it tied everything together. It it rocked, but it also had the alien stuff and so it really connected everything for my mix. So, I'm going Klaxons Flashover. Uh
0: uh I I think um the one that stuck with me was the one that hit me the earliest and that's uh citizen death dance. Approximately. I just love those groovy dance beats. That is a great one. I said, uh, the bangers
2: claw calling occupants of interplanetary <laughs> craft. <laughs> uh,
3: Josh, I think I agree with, uh, Klaxons, but it was hard because I, I really loved the uh, first two tracks, the Frank Carter and citizen death. So
1: yeah. Um, uh, but Brainiac
3: was uh, Brainiac yeah. was really good
1: too. Need to investigate them further. I, I I found them because of the song title, not because of the like. I was looking for songs about aliens and Martians and that kind of stuff. So kind of fell backwards into it. Nice. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening to this. Uh, next week we will have a another pregame episode about Halloween a special- pregame halloween ish topic oh, right. and then do we know after what that, that
2: one is i already forgot
3: uh, well uh you and i need to talk about that blake oh yes. right
1: right 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 uh, Okay. and we'll then and out. then uh after that we'll have our, our last episode before halloween we'll be talking about blake and logan's halloween mixes for uh, more of that season of the mix okay. so uh thanks for joining us and uh keep keep well- look into the stars for god or aliens <laughs> whatever what? whatever floats your boat i guess <laughs>
2: or satan what one last question for josh what yeah. what monster are you doing next halloween oh, um, you're right i've done mummies? werewolves i've
1: done vampires i've done aliens i'm i'm running out of creatures uh mummies I don't know what to cthulhu's. Do cthulhu's mummies cthulhu's I, i'll try to see if i could dig up enough songs on them so no pun intended
0: up okay all right, all right. well thanks everybody
4: Dimensions of time have come undone now we have become so un-